0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one
1: from my wife, drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is a way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today.
2: That's geico.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life.
3: Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick show. Covered a lot of ground in the first hour of the program. Checked in with Tom Kern, who covers the Patriots. Yep, got another controversy here. It's not a good look here. If uh, you have a production crew under the uh, title Craft Productions, Robert Kraft, and you're doing a feature on a scout, an advanced scout, and you have a videographer who is filming some things... Maybe the videographer is inexperienced, unaware of the previous uh, issues that the Patriots have had in this category. And now all of a sudden the commissioner is going to want to talk to somebody. And you drop the hammer here. I, I, I have a hard time believing that Bill Belichick knows nothing about this. I really do. Because these coaches, certainly that coach, it feels like has fingerprints on everything that goes on in the organization. Maybe not to this degree, but if you factor in just how meticulous he is with detail. Like part of his genius is he knows a loophole here. He knows a rule that you didn't know about. Like he he knows these things. Now I'm going to go, nah, I probably didn't know anything about this, that you're going to do a feature on your advanced scout and you videotape something and, you know, not, nothing to see here. Here is Bill Belichick on WEEI. Uh, he a uh, weekly radio program where he uh
4: says he didn't know anything about this well evidently, this is uh our production people on the t v show that were there, and we I have absolutely nothing to do. We have absolutely nothing to do with anything that they produce direct or or shoot or anything. I've never even seen any of their tapes or anything else, so this is something that we 100 percent have zero involvement with this is something that you'd have to talk to the production people about or what they were doing or whatever it was
5: so was this your advance
4: we've never seen anything that they've shot other than what's going to be on tv all right bill belichick went on to say
3: uh that they're in complete compliance with the rules
4: again from a football standpoint look, we absolutely know what the rules are and we are 100% in, in compliance, to the best of my knowledge, of every single rule that we're responsible for. And what another part of the organization does or doesn't do as part of their, whether it's game presentation or TV shows or stuff like I mean, I have no idea what that is. Okay.
3: Well, if he makes everybody available, because he said you have to go talk to them, but he says this and... Usually the Patriots don't make anybody available, including their assistant coaches here. But pleading ignorance doesn't cut it as a defense for the Patriots. It doesn't. But, you know, uh, what, what's on the tape? Uh, what did the scout, you know, tell? Did he know? Should he have known? Like, there's a few questions that the commissioner will have here. Uh, I, I don't know if this is one of those where they're going to fine him you know, $500,000 or take away a draft pick here. But with the Patriots, you can't plead ignorance. Now that, that won't work because you probably, you know, pleaded ignorance before in situations. And I still go back to when Tom Brady was first told about Deflategate, he laughed. The charge, he laughed about it. And then we saw what happened with that. Not that this is going to be a Deflategate or a spy gate, Part 2, 2.0, any of those things. But it's the Patriots. Yes, McLovin.
1: I would think a fine and draft picks isn't enough. I would think like maybe a suspension for a year for Belichick like Peyton. Because, I mean, this is to come back to Spygate, if they really did this, which I kind of doubt, that would be, I mean, fine and draft pick would be no impact at all. They have a million draft picks.
3: So you would punish him the way the NFL punished? uh, I wouldn't, but I think the
1: NFL, knowing the NFL, like you can't go, a second offense on Spygate would be massive. If it was really spygating what they were doing. But don't so, you think it'd be heavy? Because what difference would a fine and, and picks mean?
3: I, I don't know what they can do. Like, I, I don't know what, you know, the commissioner would feel like would be in the best interest of the NFL. Like, what is a, you know, the, the right punishment? We don't even know what's on the tape here. Oh, exactly. Like, I, I, I don't want to go all the way down the road where we go, you know what? They should suspend Belichick for a year. I, I don't know what's on the tape. It might not be anything. It might be an honest mistake here. I know that that's not good content for radio or TV, but for me, I, that's what I'd have to look at. I have a hard time with pleading ignorance here. That doesn't mean that they're guilty. But if Bill Belichick saying he knows nothing about it, they've never seen anything you know, with the videotape, I find that really surprising. Because of his attention to detail, I would feel like Bill Belichick knows what is going on with the entire organization. Yes, McLovin. By the way, looking back on it, a year for Sean Payton was a terrible mistake. Yes, it was. Right? Yes, that was it, totally yes, unfair. Do you see the report where the Cowboys are still interested in Sean Payton? Like Jerry Jones is, and, and if you can find that McLovin, so I can give somebody the uh, the credit on the air who's reporting this, but, Jerry Jones has long loved Sean Payton, and I thought Payton was going to leave there a couple of years ago to go to the Cowboys, and then he signed the extension. Because I didn't know if Breeze and Sean were going to you know, still be together in New Orleans, and I thought that he was going to end up in Dallas. So uh, nothing would surprise me, but he just signed a contract extension here. Yeah, McClellan.
1: I think that's from John Machata of The Athletic. Okay. Uh, reported that Sean Payton would be among the list of uh, – that's what I'm finding. There might be other reports as well.
3: This program brought to you by Continental Tire. Proud to be the exclusive tire of the Dan Patrick Show. No matter where you drive, what you drive, how you drive, they have a tire for you at ContinentalTire.com. Eagles beat Eli and the Giants in overtime. And it was it, it was good to see Eli have, a you know, a couple of good moments there. But then the Giants acted like the Giants and the Eagles finally acted like the Eagles in the second half and overtime, picked up the win. Uh, The Heisman finalists are in, Joe Burrow, Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, and Chase Young. And I I think this is a a, a great representation. I think those are the four players that, and and it's going to be a landslide for Joe Burrow, but I still think you celebrate college football, you get those, as many, you know, worthy candidates there as possible. Because it's a celebration here. We know Joe Burrow's winning the Heisman, but... This is a way that you get to see Chase Young get interviewed, Justin Fields get a chance, uh, Jalen Hurts gets another curtain call. You know, I think it's great for college football, but you know, the LSU quarterbacks had incredible numbers and has been big in every game. So this is a mere formality. Defensive players rarely get a fair look, and and certainly when you think about you know today's day and age, Justin Fields has thrown I think one interception this year. It, it's really, really, really hard for a defensive player to make an impact. I think he has, is that right, McLovin? He's thrown 40 touchdowns in one interception? Yeah. How many picks does Joe Burrow have?
1: Very few. He's right behind him.
3: But you start to look at some of these uh, primarily, uh, primary defensive players that have finished in the top five for the Heisman. You can go back to uh, Ted Hendricks, the Mad Stork, 1968, Mike Reed played for Penn State, drafted by the Bengals, 1969. Uh, Rich Glover was uh, at Nebraska, nose guard. Ross Browner, Notre Dame. Hugh Green finished second in uh, 1980. Terry Hogue, really talented defensive back for Georgia, I think played for the Eagles. Uh, Brian Bosworth, he finished fourth. Steve Entman, who might have been the most dominating player I saw that year, 1991, with Washington. Marvin Jones at Florida State. Uh, Charles Woodson, uh, he won the Heisman. And Dominican and Sue, uh, Tyron Matthew, uh, Manti Teo finished runner-up, and Jabril Peppers uh, was uh, in the top five as well. Yes, Paul?
0: If you remember, Michigan let Charles Woodson return kicks, return punts, and catch a few passes, and that put him over the top. And I know it's very unlikely, but if they would have done that with Chase Young this year, like put him at tight end for a handful of tight goal-line plays, and got him two or three touchdowns, or something like that. They need a gimmick to put you over the
3: top. And and that's what won it for Desmond Howard. Tim Brown won the Heisman because he returned kicks. He was a good wide receiver at Notre Dame. He didn't put up great numbers because Notre Dame wasn't but probably a primary, uh, you know, primarily a passing team. They were a running team. You know, Rocket Ismail. You know, you need to have something that's unique with this. I think LSU has a player next year... Uh, is it, uh, Stingley McLovin? The Eric uh, Stingley Jr. Yeah. The defensive back. Yeah. I, I, if, if I'm now, not that Ed Orgeron is going to go, uh, I want you to win the Heisman. I think if you, now he's, he might be as good as any corner that you have in college football right now as does, a freshman.
1: Does he return kicks or anything?
3: Well, I would, I would probably put him at wide receiver. I'd, I'd have a two-way player. I, I think he's that talented, and you might have one of those two-way players that he might you know, have, have a chance. And that's Daryl Stingley's grandson. And uh, I, I think he's a true freshman. But he's, he's special. Yes, McLevin. How good are LSU defensive backs? I mean, it's crazy. because yeah. they got Grant
1: Delpit there, too, and yeah. Jamal
3: Adams and Honeybacker. Oh. Yeah, yeah they've, they've had some Patrick Peterson. They've had some wonderful players there. But, that, you know, this Stingley is a special, special player. And uh, he might have a chance to, you know, play offense and defense. All right, poll question from the first hour. McLovin, are we going to stay with it?
1: Uh, we could switch it up. Most valuable uh, skill player who's not a quarterback. And surprisingly, Christian McCaffrey won. Okay. I mean, he, the problem is the Panthers aren't a winning team. So does he fit in that? Would you give it to him over Michael Thomas or Kill? No.
3: no, not over Michael Thomas.
1: And where would you put um, Tyreek Hill in that list?
3: He he's there. I haven't seen the value with him this year like I did last year. And, he you know, he was injured. But I, I, he, he might be one of those guys once you get to the postseason, you go, oh, gosh, that's right. You know, he is special. Michael Thomas is doing this week in and week out. So I, I would say. And, and their offense isn't what it was last year when you had Ingram in there with Kamara. Uh, he's been great, and everybody knows he's getting the ball. He's still, you know, getting ten catches a game. So I, I would say uh, he would be the guy that I would put in there. You're going to go with an hour or two poll question?
1: Yeah, uh, Paulie, as a <laughs> that is, I'll
0: let you share it because I don't even want to say it, but it's so good. Okay,
3: this is a somewhat serious poll
0: question. If you were Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, and you can make a magic wand and go back and make it so that one of these three scandals oh, never no. happened, the current filming accusations. The Gate accusations, I guess you could throw Spygate in there as well, or the Massage Parlor accusations. Remember, Gate cost you a, fir- didn't it cost you a first round draft pick?
3: Are you, is it about you or is it about the team? Come on. Um, you can
0: magic wand this one. Pardon the pun.
3: I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to magic wand the Massage Parlor accusations. That's the wrong answer. No. No, I don't think so. The fl- I
0: think the flake gate's the one you want to, because you didn't back up Brady and you didn't back up your team and you sided with the commissioner and took the punishment.
3: You know, I have I had great information on this, that that Robert Kraft thought by, you know, saying to the commissioner, hey, we're guilty of this, you know, that they he was going to be more lenient, like time served here. And all of a sudden Brady realizes he's not sticking up for me. And the commissioner came down hard on him. Boy, that's a that's a snarky poll question there. Yeah, see There's just something so uh damning or damaging to one's reputation
0: than the uh massage thing. Yeah. Because if you're a billionaire, right, and he's yeah. like he's driving around in a Rolls Royce and all this stuff, right? Yeah. You don't expect that he's going to the local uh mini mall down the street. Man next. of the people. Right. Next to the uh, you know, vacant video store rental place and doing that yeah
3: there's a subway pizza hut massage parlor right yeah you don't think that he's a nail it. it's swan. so common you know what i mean <laughs> and you're like what do you mean you're robert Kraft? you're a billionaire you don't do that yes Paul.
0: i I disagree i think the average person out there was not that bothered about robert Kraft, and you know we're bothered when people cheat at sports you remember the old scene in uh the original longest yard where paul crew burt reynolds goes to prison and and he's talking to a caretaker and he goes Boy, you you shave points in a football game because that's sacrilegious down here. He goes, you could kill someone, you could run over someone. He goes, no. you, you mess with football. He was like, that's the worst crime in the prison.
3: David in San Antonio
0: joins us. Hi, David. What do you have for me
6: today? Hi, Dan. I want to make a point about the Patriots video okay. scandal. Uh, I think that regardless of whether this crew did this to knowingly breaking the rules or not, after the first scandal concluded the Patriots had a responsibility to train anybody that picks up a camera that's associated with the Patriots that these are the rules. And if you break these rules, then you broke the rules. It doesn't matter whether they knew it or not.
3: Yeah, I think the sensitivity – thank you, David – the sensitivity of videotaping anything as somebody who is affiliated with the Patriots, whether a full-time employee, whether you're you know, contracted out to be a videographer – that you would you would get a handbook that would say, by the way, do's and don'ts if you're in a stadium with a camera and you're working for the New England Patriots in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. Absol- yes, Ian. Meanwhile, the replay people still can't get figure out what video to... <laughs> Anywho. Sidebar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> shift the blame. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. Anyway, about yeah. pass interference. No, no, I got you. Speaking, yeah,
0: remember, yeah. It was just two days ago, when oh, the Patriots no. got robbed. That's yeah. kind of stunk, huh?
3: Speaking of bad video, what's going on in New York these days? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> deflecting. Seton's deflecting. Defle- <laughs> Nothing to see here. Deflect gate. Yeah, <laughs> deflect gate. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new podcast, yeah. actually coming out. Yeah, it's called Deflect Gate. Deflect gate. Here's why you're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Glenn Ordway, great radio host in uh, Boston. He's going to join us. He has a weekly radio show that he does with Bill Belichick. Isn't it amazing how crisp Belichick sounds when he's being interviewed on this radio show? By somebody he likes, and I'm assuming probably gets paid handsomely to be on WEEI. Just listen to to Belichick. Now, we normally know Bill, tends I swallow his words a little bit like this. But he's talking to Glenn Ordway, who I think he considers a friend. And uh, here's Bill Belichick.
4: evidently this is uh, our production people on the TV show that were there and we I have absolutely nothing to do we have absolutely nothing to do with anything that they produce direct or or shoot or anything I've never even seen any of their tapes or anything else so this is something that we 100% have zero involvement with this is something that you'd have to talk to the production people about or what they were doing or whatever it was
5: so was this your advance we've
4: never seen anything that they've shot other than what's going to been on TV
3: well, you're about to see it. I wanna, I'd want to. i like to juxtapose this to when Belichick gets in front of the media. Does he have to meet with them today? I think Brady is today. Is that right? I think Tuesdays are when uh, the coach gets there. And uh, see if he uh, elaborates like he did on the radio show there. But yes, McLeod.
1: Everyone's saying on to Cincinnati. This is, oh, uh, I know. After they lost last week, everyone was joking on to Cincinnati. Yeah.
3: Even Brady said that.
1: I mean, I have a friend who's a Patriots fan. Is like, this is exactly what we need to rally the team. <laughs> Paulie said it for his hour. like, yeah. No, no, no.
3: Is- you know what you need to rally the team? Some talent. That would help. Not, oh, they're coming after us again. Got a scandal here. You're not... You're you're not the second coming of the greatest show on turf, yesie. He... Well, lots of people now pointing out that whoa, 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 wait a minute! What I thought you guys didn't need talent. I thought Tom Brady was the guy <laughs> who
4: turned average uh, wide System receivers into uh, hall of famers.
3: McLovin, that wasn't that your knock on. Brady and the Patriots? Well, we'll see. Uh,
1: those When they win the Super Bowl, my argument will be in too
3: much. <laughs> I have a friend
1: who's, who's swearing to me the Patriots are throwing these games against AFC contenders. A lot of people are chattering about this. Like, yeah, they're playing vanilla defenses against the Texans, the Ravens, and the Chiefs, So three teams they lost to. They're not showing anything. Do they're you, waiting for the playoffs. Do you really believe that? No, although I, I do wonder if there are a few tricks that he's saving in his sleeve for Lamar Jackson. Because he didn't try
3: anything against him last time.
1: No, I don't believe it, but I don't know with the Patriots. I, I just feel like he's such a step ahead. I,
3: I, I don't think he's that far ahead that he's going to throw these games and not show you what his defensive schemes are because he's waiting until the postseason. Exactly what he wants you yeah, to think. I, I know. Yeah.
1: When and it's Salary era, when you win this many Super Bowls, you are two steps ahead of the rest of us. There's got to be some plan. Now,
3: I do think it's an advantage for them. That, you know, just from this, you know, the defensive uh, part of this equation, they lost these games. They know what these teams do, and now you are better prepared for Lamar Jackson. They already know who Patrick Mahomes is, and they know who Deshaun Watson is. Lamar Jackson was the great mystery. All right, if they face them the next time, is it going to be in Baltimore? And if it is, what kind of defense? Now, I know this is what I heard yesterday. Hey, by the way, you you should have brought up that uh, Buffalo kind of had a game plan to shut down Lamar Jackson. I said, well, you have to have the pieces in place that Buffalo has. That's a really good defensive line. That helped. But not everybody has that defense. Oh, we got the blueprint here. Okay. Didn't he throw for three touchdowns? He didn't beat you with his legs. He did beat you. And he didn't play great, but he still won. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll come back. Phone calls. And uh, Reggie Miller will join us a little bit later on. Um, i got a a, a little bit more information here on the Patriots video. Um, And Glenn Ordway, the uh, radio host out of uh, Boston, WEI, who uh, has that weekly radio show with Bill Belichick. He will join us coming up next year, 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show.
5: Are you a man over 40 and worried about your blood pressure? Nitro Boost, a new natural formula that boosts nitric oxide levels, which naturally maintains healthy blood pressure levels and boosts libido and sexual performance for men safely and naturally. It's true. Both your blood pressure and sexual performance are linked to better blood flow and circulation. Dozens of clinical studies are out there that prove this. Nitro Boost has worked for men across this great country to support healthy blood pressure, support energy production. And you know what? Maintain healthy sexual function as well. Call now to try Nitro Boost, risk-free. That's risk-free. For a limited time, get a free bottle with your order and faster results than you ever thought possible. Or you know what? We're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to buynitroboost.com. That's buynitroboost.com. Mention Dan Patrick, and you know what we're going to do? You're going to receive a free bottle of the brand new fish oil formula just for trying Heart Factors today. Again, Nitro Boost, risk-free, the free bottle of the brand-new fish oil formula. Go to buynitroboost.com. Buynitroboost.com. I'm going to tell you about it once more. Buynitroboost.com.
2: Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life.
3: Uh, Just saw this from a Bengals reporter, Paul Denner Jr. Says that the videotape that was uh, recorded on Sunday in Cleveland was eight minutes long. Um, Well, Let me see what else they say on this. Uh, According to sources who have viewed the tape, it shows about eight minutes of footage focusing on recording the Bengals sideline. It's a direct view of the sideline as players run on and off the field. Coaches make signals for plays. It's not an over-the-shoulder of the advanced scout who is doing his job stuff. This is shooting the sideline for an extended period of time. The egregious nature of the video is why it set off the firestorm it did during the game with the Bengals' executives in the press box. The account doesn't totally reflect the Patriots' side of the story. Let's bring in Glenn Ordway, great radio host, WEEI in Boston, has his uh, regular weekly visit with Bill Belichick, and he joins us now. Glenn, thanks for joining us. Uh, What do you make of this?
6: Well, here's what I make of it, uh, Dan. One, Bill Belichick was adamant yesterday, and as you know, that's not necessarily his style. Sometimes he'll downplay stuff, low-key it, because he doesn't want to talk about it. He wanted to talk about it. Uh, There was no question. The other thing I can tell you from sources within the Patriots organization is they know they screwed up internally, but it was not the football operations department. So as you know, these football teams now, they've become marketing giants, and they've got their own content departments, production departments. And so it was something outside of the football operation. But I've talked to somebody who has actually uh, knowledge of what is on that SD card, And the way it was described to me, it is longer than eight minutes on the sideline. I don't know the exact uh, time limit on it, but what they did is they sat down with the scout before the game. They asked him exactly what he does. They're doing a whole series of these. They did one on their trainer, Jim Whalen, earlier in the year, and they're doing it for their production company. So they sit down with the scout. They say, what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for personnel changes and when they're going to change personnel. So they got a bunch of information from him as to what his job is. And then they set a fixed camera on a tripod, set it up and tried to go and get B-roll for each one of those things that he claimed he watches for. So I'm sure the league is going to see that tape and they're going to see a lot of the sideline because that's what a scout does. The question is, was it done for football purposes or was it done for, production tv production for the team's you know digital uh wing of the organization the nfl is going to have to determine that
3: but can you plead ignorance can that be your defense here and then the commissioner might show some leniency
6: i don't think it's ignorance a matter of fact i'm hearing just the opposite from people within the patriots organization now the football operation is denying everything as belichick did yesterday on my show they're denying it 100 they knew nothing about it I'm hearing from other people that, the, yes, they went out of their way to set up their crew in, Cincinnati, uh, in this, for this game in Cleveland. They worked with Cleveland to do it. They're pleading that they should have had much closer wraps on it. They shouldn't have allowed it to just happen. They should have gone through, what is the protocol? Are, are we going to get ourselves into trouble? And let's face it, Dan, there's a reputation with the organization They need to be able to think about that, right? Are you sure? Are you sure? a little
1: bit. A little
3: bit. But you you know Bill Belichick pretty well. Um, The fact that he showed this, I I don't know if that's anger, like how upset he was. like How much do you read into that knowing what his personality is?
6: A lot. I I was thoroughly convinced, and it was the first question I was going to ask him when he walked into the studio— Um, I can tell a lot of times from him now knowing him for, you know, over 20 years dealing with him, you know, if he wants to talk about something or not, I was thoroughly convinced that Bill knows nothing about it. Now, I also was convinced that Bill knows this is not a good thing for the organization. He knows the way it's going to be perceived nationally, the way it's going to be played up. I mean, first of all, if you, if you're going to self scout, and you're going to cheat, would you do it against the Cincinnati Bengals? Why wouldn't you do it against Kansas City here last week or Baltimore a few weeks ago, Dan? Second of all, if you're going to do it, why would you do it with somebody that's wearing Patriot paraphernalia? And one of the cameramen apparently was wearing Boston Bruins paraphernalia. You sneak somebody in the stands, you get a fixed camera, you got 4K stuff in your iPhones now, and you can grab all the information you need. It makes no sense.
3: Maybe they just got caught this time around,
6: Glenn. Well, you know, it's it's possible. It's possible. Anything is possible. I just think that this is one of those that's going to look really bad. So if you think that the Patriots have been cheaters in the past, this just gives you more ammunition. And obviously, to me, it doesn't seem like they did anything wrong. Is it possible? I will say this. If the NFL sits down, watches that video on the SD card, and sees three hours of a fixed camera on the sideline, then they're probably going to throw a heavy fine or draft picks or something with the New England Patriots. If the, if the NFL can't tell the difference between footage that is used to apply to the, to the game versus the B-roll that is used for a television production, then something's wrong. i got to believe they're going to be able to figure it out.
3: Could this be a good thing for the Patriots?
6: Uh, No. Have you watched
3: this uh, season? (laughs) (laughs) But but, uh, now I'm hearing that, oh, this is going to rally the Patriots. Usually when they're cheating, they're winning Super Uh, Bowls here.
6: (laughs) I I tell you what, if you can find a new tight end anywhere close to (laughs) Rob Gronkowski's talent, if you can find like a couple of receivers, maybe Antonio Brown, bring him back, then maybe you could fix this thing. I mean, offensively, they are really challenged. Special teams and defense is great. It reminds me of the... Uh, Fritzy's 2015 Denver Broncos, you know, where they had the great defense. Their offense sucked. Peyton Manning was uh, really at the end, actually. Tom Brady right now is, I, I think, playing a lot better than Peyton played that year. Yeah. And yet Denver won it. What do you make of
3: uh, what Tom Curran reported about Brady that you'd kind of land the uh, breadcrumbs down that you could see a mutual parting here? Belichick makes that decision to say, you know what, we're moving on to another quarterback here next season.
6: Yeah, I, I think anything is possible with Bill Belichick because he is not going anywhere. Uh, I would not be surprised to see Bill coach for another five years. He's got his sons in the operation right now. I think it's like the Shanahan family and others before him that, you know, they're, they're going to continue the coaching legacy. So I don't think he's going anywhere. As you know, Tom is excellent. Tom Curran is excellent at this stuff. He's got real tight tie-ins with the Brady family. But I think it all comes down to the Patriots. I think if the Patriots want Tom Brady back, Tom Brady is back. If the Patriots don't, I don't think Tom Brady is done playing football. I really don't, Dan. I think he wants to play until for, he's 45 I think he still believes he can do it. He's having fun. Even with all these young people around him, he seems to be energized by it. I think he'll play for somebody else if the Patriots won't have him. But I find it hard to believe that the Patriots are going to move on without Tom Brady because I don't see a quarterback anywhere. The Stidham kid can't do it. They traded Garoppolo away. Where's their quarterback?
3: Eli Manning.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Uh hey,
3: how did you get Belichick to agree to do a weekly radio show?
6: Uh well, you know, I learned from you. You know, you're persuasive, you know, you work the angles and you get these people to do whatever they want, right? You do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh,
3: you know, I, I, I I've been asked before if I've ever met Bill Belichick and I always tell him there's only I, I was only around him one time. We've never had him on, but uh, I think it was the night of the butt fumble, and he walked out onto the field, and I was with Rodney Harrison and Tony Dungy, and so he shakes their hands, and I'm the next guy in line, but I don't put my hand out too far so it's not too embarrassing if he doesn't shake my hand, and he just yeah. blows right by me, and I pull my hand back hoping that nobody saw any of that. So
6: really, yeah, yeah, but that's well, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't you, think you 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 were hurt by it? You were hurt by that. I mean, come on. You, oh no you, no! You've been with you've been with Kings, Dan. come on! Oh, you've I know I Vegas wasn't hurt. College.
3: But even when I'm handing him a Super Bowl trophy, it's not like you know there's any small talk there. But you know, I tell Coach I said hello. That's I guess that's what I'm getting. I will. At. Yeah, just uh, will. start your interview next you week. Just say, hey, Coach uh, Dan Patrick said hello. Uh, I
6: will bring it up to you.
3: Dan. <laughs> uh, who's that? Uh, yeah, Dan Patrick. He's been around a long time. Who? Um, hey, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. Bill Patrick? Yeah. Oh, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's great to talk to you, Glenn. Thank Good you for joining you. us, buddy. That's uh, Glenn Ordway. He's one of the King radio kings there in Boston, WEEI, 2 to 6 in the afternoon. He filled in uh, on this show a few times. Yeah, I've been in studio. Great guy. Yes, yes. Glad to see him uh, get another successful run up there in Boston. You got Belichick in studio? Wow. How good is that? All right, your phone calls are uh, coming up here on the Dan Patrick's after this. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action,
0: betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text Bet Now to 238 That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things US. FC. Betonline.ag has you covered. Visit betonline.ag. And don't forget to use the promo code podcast1. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook
5: experts. Hey listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast1.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show.
2: Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy, on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, Strawberry Banana and Tropical Burst. They're delicious and can transport you to... A tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.
3: Steven Strasburg got paid. How long ago was it where, remember the Nationals, they were on a pitch count with Steven Strasburg? And I think it was sort of an edict from his uh, agent, Scott Boris, that he wanted to make sure that the Nationals didn't overuse Steven Strasburg. And we wondered, this is eight years ago, I even said at the time, is this one of those where Strasburg at one point, he and his agent go, hey, thanks for not overusing me. Now I'm age 30 or 31, I'm going to leave you and sign $300 million contract. It went the other way. Uh, they win the World Series, and it didn't feel like he was leaving. And he got paid. And now Garrett Cole is really going to get paid because Garrett Cole was probably looking at a similar contract of what Strasburg got, but he's better. He's he's healthier. He's two years younger, and he's probably going to get upwards of three hundred million dollars. Now I know the Angels are involved in this. It doesn't seem like that's a great game plan. I have Mike Trout and I have Garrett Cole. Okay, could we spend our money more wisely? Do I need to spend all that money on Garrett Cole? And maybe that's what they're going to do. Maybe the Yankees swoop in and, and pick up Garrett Cole. But, you know, the Dodgers, uh, I think, are interested in Garrett Cole as well. But now you know the price tag. Because it's, it's going to be significantly more than Steven Strasburg. But can you see, if you're, if you're Garrett Cole... And I know you went to school at UCLA. You want to get back to the West Coast. If I was getting back to the West Coast, I'd want to play for the Dodgers because I, I, I want a chance to win a World Series. I, I don't want to be in the bullpen when we lose a World Series. I want to be on the mound. I want to be. Now, if you put him in with that rotation and you're hoping that Kershaw can still be a good pitcher, sometimes very good pitcher, Bueller, I mean, you, you have arms there with the Dodgers, but can you afford him? $300 million, and if you're Garrett Cole, you want to be pitching in meaningful games. Or you could have a pretty relaxing you know, career there with the Angels where there's no real pressure. You're not playing in any big-time games there. But it feels like that's what we're looking at. And maybe, uh, you know, Anthony Rendon, I know at the, at, during the postseason, it felt like some. we had an analyst on who said he thought that Rendon was going to end up with the Texas Rangers uh, do you remember I'm trying to think who said that but you know Rendon may end up going back to the Nationals but I'm I'm trying to think you know who it was maybe it was our uh, cowboy up friend the uh, Kevin Millar? yeah i think yeah i think it I might think have been Millar i think may have said that about Rendon going to the Rangers. I haven't seen anything on that, but that's just uh, some of the baseball stuff, the uh, hot stove going on. But the Nationals lock up Steven Strasburg, and he is quietly put together. For a guy who had more fanfare than any pitcher who's had in the last 20 years, I think, coming into the league, he's had quietly a very, very successful career. Has he got over 100 wins, McLovin? Oh, I think he,
1: he was the fastest of 1,500 strikeouts, yeah. and he has over, yeah, I think he has over 100 wins. I mean, at least the possibility of Hall of Fame is still in the cards. I mean, I'm not saying he's yeah. headed there, but if he has a great next decade.
3: How long is that contract for? Was it It's seven years for, what, $240, $250 million? I think, something like that. Yeah, Paul. I know what you're saying with
0: the Angels. You're going to have all your money locked up in two players, but if you already have Trout... Why wouldn't you go get Garrett Cole? This is the one thing keeping you, or one of the things keeping you from the postseason. I would actually think the opposite. You'd want Garrett Cole, and then you could trade Mike Trout to surround your pitching staff or something. I mean, I know, I know they're
3: both great. Yeah, but, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to get Garrett Cole to then trade Mike Trout to then kind of supplement my lineup.
0: Uh, probably not. I'd I mean, rather
3: keep Trout and use my money elsewhere than on Garrett Cole. It feels like I'd be spending my money more wisely. I, I need it to. I need to spread it around a little bit. Yeah, see, the Angels were what seventy two and ninety last year. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel like they're a player or two away from figuring this out. Yeah, and that's why I don't want to load up. Like the Yankees need Garrett Cole. That feels like we need a number one starter, and it's going to cost us. But this is what we need. This is what we're missing. And you know, it would behoove them. That they went out and got Garrett Cole, but as far as the Angels go, it, I mean, it's nice that you get Garrett Cole, but I, I don't know how much better it makes you. Yeah, Paulie. The Angels pitching
0: staff of their uh, top line starters, the guys who had the most starts. Yeah. Oh man, I don't I don't want to say not it. Not good. Yeah, guys like four and six, five and six, two and six, seven yeah. and seven, four and ten.
3: Yeah. E. All right, some phone calls here. Uh, Mark O in Arizona. Joins us, hey Marco.
6: Hey, good morning, DP and uh, Danette. I uh, I'm going to jump on your conspiratorial train here on uh, the Patriot. Um, you know, we never can understand when Bill Belichick is speaking, but when we do hear him clearly, the only time I've heard him heard him speak so clearly was. During the Aaron Hernandez case, he immediately separated himself. Like, oh, I was out of the country, you know. Uh, he made that very clear, and he did the same thing with this thing. He was just like, "Oh, we don't know anything." So, I that there's something going on there. I don't know exactly what, but it just it feels weird, especially with the Patriots.
3: All right, yeah, it always does with the Patriots, and you know, I, I can't give you plausible deniability or you know. Th- is this deflect gate? Because it, it feels like, hey, I didn't know anything about these guys. We never use any of that video there. I'd like to know what's on the tape. What are you shooting? Did you actually do a feature on your advanced scout where you're videotaping him doing whatever he does? But if you're focusing a camera on the Bengals sidelines and looking at, you know, what their coach is saying on the sidelines, that doesn't seem like you're doing a feature on an advanced scout, though. So, that, that's what I would want to know in this situation. And if there's something that looks like it's a little sideways, then the NFL should come down on the Patriots. Jeff in Detroit joins us. Hi, Jeff. Hey, what's going on,
6: Dan? The uh, Patriots sent Detroit uh, a coach over this way, but he didn't send the winning ways with the coach. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, all we do is lose here, man. My question to you, though, is this. If you're Brady... Why don't you just go get the money now? I mean, you have been giving them a hometown discount, and what good has it done? You, you, I mean, nothing is coming for, for this, and now you're in the middle of all of this, and my, I, I'm sitting here thinking his jacket has to be made. His bus is already being formed for the Hall of Fame. There's nothing else left to do to go get that bag, get that money, man.
3: All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. I just don't know who's giving him a bag of money. Now how many years let let's say the Chargers let's just throw out the Chargers. You give him 2 years? Give Brady 2 years? Are you giving him 2 years, 80 million dollars? He's going to cost you 40 million dollars a year, right? If that's the going rate for quarterbacks, if Dak Prescott's getting 40, do you bring in Brady? And how much of an upgrade is Brady? Like at some point he gets you know there's diminishing returns here. I mean, he, he works in the Patriots' system. But I don't know if he, he's going to work in Tennessee's system or Carolina's system. The Chargers' I don't know. He's got more toys with those teams, but then doesn't everybody? Hell, the Miami Dolphins, the Washington Redskins seem to have more toys than the Patriots do right now. But I don't know if Brady goes, he's got money. Does he want to leave to then prove something think I don't know? I don't know what will drive him, how he's wired, but I think that, you know, Bill Belichick's probably already made up his mind what he's going to do. But who are you putting in there? Are you are you going to get free agent in there? Are you going to draft somebody? Didn't you draft somebody a couple of times already? Garoppolo's gone. Jared Stidham maybe isn't the answer. Then what do you do? You bring in Cam Newton. Yes, McLovin. Didn't we have a good Andrew Luck was going to play somewhere next year? How about him? Well, that was Florio saying that that he didn't have any intel on it. He had no sources. He had nothing. It Let's go sh- with
1: it. Yeah, it wasn't the Patriots. What was it? The Patriots? No, was it was it? the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Someone just tweeted us the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a retirement home
0: for Brady because Mike Evans there. Yeah. He's a step-up of receivers. Those uniforms are too bad for Tom Brady to join that team. It's, I, I would not me, wear that uniform.
3: He couldn't. Brady wouldn't look good in nope. that.
0: Nobody looks good in that uniform. I think, I think Tampa might have the worst uniform in sports right now. Wow. I saw him the other day. It looks like a digital alarm clock with an obscure orangish-red color that's not really orange anymore.
3: Yeah, they changed their colors. Yeah. Weren't they pewter there for a while? Putrid. Putrid. And didn't. they were uh the the uh were they Sherbert? What what was the uh creamsicle, creamsicle. back in the day? Although I like the creamsicle, it just didn't strike fear into the opposition, I don't think. Beware of the creamsicle. Yes, McLovin.
1: Remember the reports that Bill Belichick wanted to try a mobile quarterback? He brought in Tebow and Manziel. Yeah. And he was supposed to be fascinated with these guys. Is there a possible mobile quarterback out there, Mariota? I don't know, somebody who can run a little bit, Tyrod Taylor.
3: If I'm getting rid of Brady, then who am I bringing in? Now, it's like Florida State spent $20 million to get rid of Willie Taggart. And then they brought in some guy named Norville. <laughs> Mike, Nor- Mike Norvell. No- Mike Norvell. That's like Carvell. I don't know how good he is, but if you're spending $20 million to get rid of a coach, who are you bringing in? Mike Norvell, and you know, maybe he's the the next Newt Rockney. I don't know, but one thing to get rid of somebody, it's another thing to say this is who we're bringing in. Ole Miss brought in Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin will join us coming up at the top of the hour. Reggie Miller will stop by as well. We going to stay with that poll question, McLovin. You got an update?
1: We got some options. Yeah. Uh, what scandal does Robert Kraft want to go away? It's pretty obvious. The massage parlor. Okay.
2: Even over the plate game?
5: During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and help support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes and if you're one of the first people to do it we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com All of our shows are supported by advertisers so filling this out will really help us So please go to podcast1.study and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one
2: five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life